back to the Seriously Don't Do That podcast. Tonight I'm featuring a mug that's kind of an homage to um, A Starry Night, but it is from Massanutten Resort in Virginia, where I've enjoyed going for a number of years with my family. And uh, this is actually showing the ski resort there, which, um, as as most of you know, uh, a lot of snow has fallen this year uh, in the southeastern U.S. Well, David, good evening. Good evening. Tonight, we're going to talk about why you shouldn't hire sales and marketing from your biggest competitor. So the DDT is don't hire sales and marketing from your biggest competitor. As usual, that doesn't make much sense to me. Why wouldn't you want someone who's been successful selling or marketing at one of your biggest competitors? Well, it doesn't on on the face, but it's why um, sometimes we, we can use a statement to gather people's attention. And when I've said this to people in the past, certainly it did generate a lot of attention. But David, the, the main reason we don't want to do this is it takes a different skill set to succeed in a large company, you know, whether it's an IBM or a GE or an AWS or an Amazon, salespeople in those companies are very skilled, but they're very skilled and very focused. Um, as you have those companies, that salesperson doesn't also have to do some marketing and some lead generation and occasionally clean the bathrooms. No, that they, they, but they, they need to do a, a lot of different things in a smaller company. So it's really just a different skill set. And it's certainly a different environment. When you're one of 10,000, it's a lot different than when you're one of one or one of two. I did a, a long stint in what I like to call the copier world when I first um, entered sales. Very, very difficult sales, very high rejection rate. And um, we would always look towards Xerox as being one of our big competitors. And I remember we hired a number of people from Xerox who were really sharp salespeople who had sold a lot and had been very successful in their career. But when they came on, they got very frustrated very quickly because it was just a totally different environment and what they were being asked to do was was different. I see it also in the IT world. I've done a lot of work with software companies and uh, we see that with folks from IBM. Again, great training, but many times the the focus and the skill set that has made them successful in a large company is actually the, the exact opposite in a smaller company. So what would you say are the biggest differences between people who work at big companies and people who work at smaller companies? So, yeah, so now I've got to get specific, right, David? Um, you didn't let me get away with being general. So let me be very, very specific. It's an entrepreneurial mindset. So when you go and hire a salesperson from a large company, they're used to working towards the goals of that large company, which are very, very well-defined Oftentimes they have very well-defined compensation plans. But when you bring somebody into a small company, it's aligning with, with a lot more goals and a lot broader goals. They also have to be what I call a full-cycle salesperson. I recall uh, a job that I went to work with in, in a startup where they literally gave me the laptop and said, okay, go sell. Um, and you know, I had to figure a lot of things out. And there was a lot of things that weren't done. Now, that can be a great thing in a big company because it's done a lot more professionally. But in a small company, you have to wear a lot of hats and roles. 
And then, too, it's very good to have somebody with a varied background. People in large companies, sales people specifically, are normally very good and very focused in a particular area. And many times in a smaller company, you're going to need more of a generalist. Um, my background is probably as broad as you can get. I have an undergrad degree in accounting. I went to law school. I worked in government for a while. Um, I've done operational roles. I've done product management roles. But it really helps to bring a, a broad focus to, to a small company. So you've talked mostly about sales. What about marketing people who've worked at your biggest competitors? So, so that's almost even more difficult because if you think about a large company, and I'll pick on IBM again, I used to be one of those, so I guess I, I earned the right to do that. But they're going to be very, very narrowly focused on a specific area of marketing. It might be lead generation. It might be branding. It may be product marketing. It may be partner marketing. So, so many times, very, very focused and very, very narrow. Um, what I would tell you is, uh, as opposed to um, going out and even hiring somebody in marketing, this is a great portion of your business that you can take and do what I call outsource or source. Um, I think about a good friend of mine, Jay Barron. Jay's sharp, sharp guy. But this is what he does for small companies. He's helped them frame their marketing message and get that message out. And he's very, very super creative. I'll put Jay's contact info in the uh, in the notes for the uh, for the podcast. Well, David, we're at the end of another podcast. I appreciate your help today, and um, I'm looking forward to talking to all of you all again soon. Be well and grow. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about salespeople and why they shouldn't be your foremost product experts.